Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be bright days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> On 95.7, The Game. All right, Grandy, get on in here. Get on in here. Get in the chair. Yeah, Grandy's in uh, in for dibs. And, um, yeah, the Warriors are hot. Absolutely on a heater. Did you see that last night? They beat the... Um, Nine-win Wizards. They beat the Wizards. <laughs> Listen, I, I I don't know how to get off this train. And, and I don't actually really want to get off the train. Like, I'm here for everything. Um, but I just think that the Golden State Warriors, Golden State Warriors basketball in general, has got to be kind of night by night. And uh, and I don't want, like, at least for me, I'm not going to have these swinging changes to my opinion based on simply what, what they did last night. Um, I thought that that was great because that was an absolute must. <laughs> Can and, you imagine if they lost? Right. Like, then we would be having a very different conversation. Then because, is the time to overreact. Thank you. So, but they, they absolutely had to do that. They did. And the things that you're looking for as a Warrior fan, you saw. You saw Chris Paul it, right back into the lineup, and he did some good things. And I don't think that that necessarily, you know, the worry about... Oh, did it take away from others out there? The initial answer was no. And the other person we stare at right now and wonder from night to night what's going on is Clay Thompson. It is another night where whether it's uh, by anger or joy, 
he is accepting of the role and succeeding with it. So, good. On to the next. And even Moses Moody got a start. Yeah, he did. And he played well. And Steve Kerr said postgame, not surprised. But when Andrew Wiggins comes back, are we ever going to see Moses Moody again? When's Andrew Wiggins coming back? Yeah, we don't know that either. Steve Kerr in 15 minutes. Steve Kerr in 15 minutes. Yeah, he addressed it last night. We're going to keep those things private, but uh, we don't know when he'll be back. I'm sure he'll give us the same answer. Uh, but we got to ask it. Yeah, well, of course we'll ask it. Um, and um, that's not a, uh, it's not a comforting response. No. It's not a comforting response. Because it sounds like what they said last year. Right. And that absence was a very long absence. Lengthy. Lengthy. Um, it's interesting, though. Is this team or that team better equipped to do what they need to do without Andrew? Like, last year's team had a certain goal, and that was to kind of... I mean, it's the same goal that this one has in a way, but it was coming from a different spot. But to, but to go ahead and secure that sixth seed... And they were able to do it at the end. I don't think they were necessarily playing great basketball, but they were able to do it. And then Andrew was there. And so, uh, you know, here we go again. And uh, I, I have no idea, again, how long this is going to be. Maybe he will play tomorrow night in New York. I have no idea. But um, but with Kaminga being who he is as opposed to who he was last year, Chris Paul is now on this team. Brandon Pajemski is on this team. I would argue this team is a little bit better equipped, just a little bit, a little bit better equipped to handle whatever this Wiggins absence is versus last year. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, just watching the game last night, it's no, nothing against Andrew Wiggins. They didn't really miss him last night. I mean, Moses Moody filled in fine. You mentioned Kaminga. Brandon Pajemski obviously does really good things. You kind of think of him as the Dante DiVincenzo of last year's team. Like, DiVincenzo now is a Nick. The Warriors will see him tomorrow. Um, I think this team is certainly more equipped to to survive an absence without Andrew Wiggins, but we don't know how long that absence is going to be. Um, if Clay Thompson is fine coming off of the bench, which it seems like he's taking serious steps in that direction, I know you have your doubts how long that will last. I don't know if I, I don't want to use the word doubts. I just, that's an omnipresent yeah, feeling for and you're me, right about which that. is I don't, I don't know how Clay's mentals, you got to take care of yeah. y'all's mentals. And you're right about that. I don't know how those are going to go night to night. I, like, he's, he seemed genuinely, giddy is too strong, he seemed genuinely excited last night, talking with Bonte post-game on NBC Sports Bay Area, talking about how exciting this new role is to him. <laughs> like, genuinely. I bought it. Maybe maybe he's he's... he's Selling me, and he's, well, he's convincing me, no, but I, I bought how excited he was for this new role. I totally bought it in the moment. I just acknowledge that it's the moment. Like, I, too, am a human being with a brain. Like, I'll tell you exactly how my art goes. Um, Christy and I talk about this all the time. I am a morning person. <laughs> I am, like, a, a, and I know a lot of you are like, God, that's, a, like, my kids look at me. They're like, what? How are you wired? <laughs> what is the matter with you? You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to get teenagers out of bed by 8, and they're looking at me, and I'm like, I've been up for three hours. I wish I could be a morning You know person. what I mean? Like, I'm rocking. I've already walked the dog. I, your breakfast is on the table <laughs> upstairs. I did some work. I showered. What are you doing right now? Let's go. The day has started. But talk to me after we do the show and then run home, cook the dinner, and then the shower time for everybody, homework, get everybody. Talk to me at 10.30. And I think the world's ending. <laughs> it's ending. And I, like, I'll get that text from her a couple times a week. Go to bed. Go, just go to bed. 
and I'll wake up the next morning and I'm like, it's amazing. This this role is great. Life is wonderful. I love parenting teenagers. <laughs> this is tremendous. And so I fully believe that Clay Thompson, after a very, what did he finish with last night? 25, right? You score a team high, 25, um, and, and lead your team again off of the bench. And you had plenty of minutes, 27 of them. Your team wins. I think he totally was accepting of the role. I don't know if he will be tomorrow night if he scores eight and they lose. I don't. I, how will he feel? That that's to me. That's when you get the measure of of a person and and what they're actually feeling is when it, 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 right when you're in a moment of struggle. I think Clay has always, and this is something Steve Kerr has talked about a lot. And when we ask him about it, I'm sure he'll say something similar. Clay's identity has always been tied to how well he plays the game of basketball. Mm -hmm. And if he plays poorly, he has a bad game. He has a bad shooting game. He lets that affect his mood, his personality, and every. It's how you feel at 10:30 at night. It's yes. how Clay feels after he gets done with a bad shooting game. I think we're we're getting to a point where he's he's separating his personal performance from everything else in his life and you get to who clay is at the very base more so than his personal performances he's just a hooper who loves to play basketball totally. it's a he, he loves nothing more maybe than than family other than family loves nothing more in this world he's got a lot of durant in him he does he just loves to play basketball yep. that's all this guy loves to do and as long as the warriors as a team are succeeding like they have been the last couple of weeks and if they keep this up and clay is coming off of the bench and at least not putting together consistently like one of nine shooting nights i think he'll be fine yep. because i i think he's big enough to now realize if i am going to be successful at this stage of my career and beyond I need to do what I can do to help this team win the most. And for me right now, given my physical limitations, given what Steph Curry has talked to me about, given what Steve Kerr has talked to me about, maybe Draymond has talked to him about it, what is best right now is to be a guy putting up 16 points off the bench every night. Well, you, you could look at it that way, and I would agree with everything you're saying, although maybe this is not as selfless of a thought as, as we're giving it. Like, maybe. for instance, here's the other reality. He ain't gotten a damn choice because Andrew Wiggins skipped last night. And they still didn't start him. They started a guy that they admitted that they had already taken out of the rotation. So in other words, dude, you're coming off the bench. You have no choice. And oh, by the way, you're about two to three months, depending on how things go, away from being a free agent. And if you would like people to want you, you probably should score some points. So you better get on out there and do well with what you got or else you're going to cost yourself a truckload of money. So you're right. This is a team attitude. This is a what's best for the guys. This is also totally selfish, as it should be, by the way. I'm not criticizing him for that. But um, this is this is the opportunity that's in front of him. It's the only one that's in front of him. So you better go kick butt with it or else you're going to be kicking yourself in the shin. How much do you think he cares about the money at this stage? More than more than we think he should mm. is how I will answer that. It's more so for him like a signal of status right. in, in the NBA, I not, not in terms of money I, necessarily. It's I'm getting paid this much because I'm this good of a basketball player. I, again, I always say it this way. I've never walked in those shoes. I've never made 40 or $50 million in a year. Um, and so I, 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 I have a hard time judging it. But I think our perception is that's especially for high level NBA players. Our perception is, is that's what it's always about. 
This is not like, I, don't you love the press conference? And then, well, now I needed to feed my family. Hmm. Your family is freaking fed. And oh, by the way, Clay, you don't even have one. <laughs> For God's sake, you have a dog. Rocco is getting all the kibble Rocco he needs. Rocco can worry. get that Instagram special <laughs> wet food that like shows up in the feed, right? If you want to pay $70 a week to feed your dog, you can, and he can. For eternity. For eternity. <laughs> So he doesn't need to feed his family. Like, I think all of these guys, yes, it's, I see that guy over there. He makes 30. I'm better than him. I should make at least 35. It's also, Draymond got four years, 100 million. Right. Come on. Come on, Joe. Right. Draymond's such a tough one to assess, though, because um, he doesn't put the numbers up that we usually attach to the other numbers. Clay knows how valuable Draymond is. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. So I, I wonder. I, I, I wonder if he compares himself to uh, to Draymond. You know, if he's got, and he does, if he's got a good agent. You know, they're sitting there looking at this the same way Bobby Marks does whenever he comes on the show, which is this is the going rate for a two guard right now in the NBA who is putting up these numbers. Sports is so analytical mm-hmm. now. That I think when it comes to dollars and cents, I mean, that's a lot of what's going on in baseball right now with the Boris four or five or three or whoever they are. You know, it's March on Friday and these guys are unsigned because they're like, well, this is these are what my comps are saying. Opening day, four weeks from today. Good God. Right. Four weeks. No, four weeks in one day because there's a leap year. Sam Lubman and I sat here early in the office today and showed each other tweets that trigger us. Such as Susan Slusser's reporting that uh, the Giants right now have a uh, 50-50 shot at at either Blake Snell or Matt Chapman. Heads or tails, what are you picking? I'm tails. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not doubting Susan's reporting. She's fantastic. I'm saying it from the standpoint of how many different phrases are going to come out about a Giants free agent (laughs) And and right and we know we they're know, about to lose the eighth straight coin toss in a row. It's like if if it were fifty fifty, how come it lands on the same side every single time? Um, all right, Lucas, you didn't give me anything, so this is all sponsored by uh, uh, Willard and Grandy, and um, and Steve Kerr is about to join us. So everything that we want to say about Warriors, everything that we're feeling about Warriors, this is probably all about to change. Because what an interesting time to sit down with Steve. Uh, his contract extension. Uh, Clay Thompson off the bench. Moses Moody's minutes. Andrew Wiggins' whereabouts. All of these things. Uh, we will get more information momentarily. Grandy's in for dibs. It's Willard and Dibs. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. to Kuzma between the rings to a cutting Kuzma runs into Moses Moody who blocked the shot Draymond the other way numbers for Golden State step right wing three in the air and true he's two for three from downtown in the second half hey Dub Nation it's Steve Kerr you're listening to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 the game Indeed, but Grandy is in for dibs, and the coach is with us. It's Warriors Wednesday, brought to you by Freeman's Appliance, trusted name since 1922. Visit com today. We're not going to waste any time. Let's get right to the coach. Steve Kerr is brought to you by Xfinity. At home or on the go, you'll get the fastest internet to all your devices and presented by Great Clips in sports. Success is about team effort, and the same is true for your hair. Great Clips is going to be great. Hey, coach, how are you? Well, Lucas, you got to bring him up now. There you are. Now we got you. Hey, Coach, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? We're doing great, man. We're doing great. I got to say, I went to the game on Friday night when you played Charlotte, and I've told the story a couple times on the air. Like, we're just about to get in our seats. We've got all the unhealthy food and everything all surrounding us. And my phone just starts going, just buzzing like crazy. And uh, apparently someone went on Twitter and uh, wrote something about you getting a contract extension. So, uh, so hey, congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. I couldn't be uh, more excited. I mean, what a, what a, you know, run we've had for the last 10 years. And, and, um, obviously we got, uh, a, a good group that's, you know, still playing at a, a high level. A lot of young guys coming up and uh, it's, I'm, I'm loving my job every day. So thrilled to, to keep doing it. Well, you've told us all year that it was just a matter of time and that things were just being worked out. And I've told you this, like, I think a lot of fans had some Bob Myers PTSD. And so they were like, why is this not done yet? But what can you take us through? Like, was this ever even a question? What, what, what was on your mind throughout the year? No, it was never in doubt, really. Um, I knew I wanted to come back, and, and uh, Joe um, told me, you know, right from the beginning that he wanted me back. And there's just a lot going on during the NBA season. And it's, you know, there's a lot of, there's games, there's injuries, there's trades, there's, you know, it's draft, pre- there's there's so much stuff. And it, and this stuff takes time, you know, it just does. And, and uh, I think ultimately, um it, it just came down to uh, us all agreeing that two years sounded uh, about right. Um, it, it will give us a chance to, to go forward with this current group, um, and, you know, for the next couple of years, and then we can reassess. And, and uh, you know, we'll, I just feel like where we are right now, it, it, it made perfect sense to come back uh, the next couple of years, keep this thing going, and, uh, you know, at, at that point, who knows where we will be, but uh, we're clearly at a at a point where we're you know, nearing the end of the run with with our our 
core players, but also starting a new one um, with our young guys. And uh, I'm I'm enjoying being part of it, and and um, you know loving working with Mike Dunleavy and and the whole organization. So it's uh, you know it's a no brainer for me, really. All right, we uh, we're chatting with Steve Kerr here, Willard and Dibs, Grandy in for Dibs, some popping on his phone that Lucas is going to jump on and try to address. So we'll continue with Coach uh, by all means. Much, much more to come. All the questions with everything going on with Warrior Basketball. Are we back and good? Okay, all right. Coach, you got us? You can hear us okay? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Absolutely. All right. Um, listen, uh, new availability report has just come out on tomorrow night's game that states that Andrew Wiggins is out. Um, is, is that is that accurate? And and what can you tell us about the, your thoughts on on how long he might be out? Yeah, it's accurate. Uh, Wiggs is dealing with a, a personal matter, and 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 as you guys know, he's a very private person, and and uh, and so we are going to to keep everything, you know, kind of just under wraps, and and uh, until he's back, um, we we do expect him to to be back, but um, you know, we just uh, we don't exactly know when, but uh, we'll we'll move forward without him, and. I thought Moses did a really good job, um, you know, filling in last night, uh, playing that role well, and, and uh, helping us get the win. Okay, uh, Steve Kerr joining us here on Willard and Dibs. We're going to actually, uh, I know everybody got those answers, and so that's good, but uh, it is uh, crackling a little bit, and we're not making popcorn yet, so uh, we're going to call him on a different line and, uh, and continue the conversation. I did hear one thing in there. We do expect him back. He didn't use the word soon. But I think the Warriors are trying to let everybody know at least the best they can. Like, I, and there's hope that this won't be like last year. Better not be. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's personal, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, but as a Warrior fan, it better not be. I mean, yeah. the team's finally putting it together. You just got Chris Paul back. You're feeling like you're finally going to have the full squad to go back to the David Lee era, right? Full squad Warriors team. Haven't had it really all year. Uh, the day that Chris Paul comes back is when Wiggins steps out, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. You still so, got to wait for that full squad. Coach back with us, and and maybe you could weigh in, Coach, on something we were throwing around with the, the, the absence of, of Andrew and what we saw last year. This year's team has uh, Chris Paul. It's got Brandon Pajemski. You've got Jonathan Kaminga, who is a better player now than he was last year. So would you say this team, and I'm not saying it's going to last a while or anything, but is this team more equipped for an absence like that than last year's team was? I think so. I, th- I think this team is uh, is very deep, but also very mature. And, and we've got a lot of guys who have handled themselves beautifully uh, this year in terms of, you know, when it hasn't been their turn, uh, they've continued to work. They've continued to support each other. Uh, and when it has been their turn, they've they've stepped up and, and played really well. And, and that's what it takes. I just I just feel really good about this group. Obviously, Chris coming back um, gives us so much more direction and organization, you know, when, especially when Steph's off the floor. And hopefully we'll get Wiggs back soon because um, I, I do feel like we've found two groups, you know, a starting group that, that has clicked here the last month. And and now, you know, with Chris and Clay coming off the bench, that's that's pretty powerful. And, and so I, I, I feel really good about our ability to play a, a full 48-minute game. Steve, first of all, congratulations on the extension. You're talking about Chris and Clay playing together. I know you said uh, when Chris Paul returned that the plan was for him to play 
basically every non-Steph minute. Watching what uh, those two did together, Chris Paul and Clay Thompson, last night and taking a look into the numbers all season long, I mean, those two, that, that two-man group is one of your best two-man groups uh, this year. I and mean, it's, it's up there yeah. among, among your best groups uh, of any two-man group. How important is it to maximize the minutes those two are on the court together in addition to Chris Paul playing every non-Steph minute? You're talking about uh, Chris and Clay yes, together, correct. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been great. Chris has been pretty much in all of our best lineups. I mean, he's just uh, he's such a great player. And, and uh, but you know, the the luxury of bringing him off the bench uh, with Clay, they fit together so well. Obviously, Chris being you know the the point guard, get, you know, getting us organized, uh, getting Clay set up for shots, um, and and using Clay's uh, gravity to create shots for other people too. So. It's it's really a fun uh, pairing to watch, and uh, I'm excited about you know those two together here the next uh, you know the last part of the season. Steve, you've addressed this to a certain degree already this week, but with another game of evidence now, what what, what would you say about Steph Curry's current fatigue level? Well, I, I don't. I'm not concerned about it. I mean, I just think that if you look at every season, um, there's just going to be spells where uh, where Steph doesn't shoot it as well as he normally does. That's just part of it. You know, 82 games, and and we've had a lot of games uh, lately. The All Star break was not much of a break for for Steph since he had to go to Indianapolis and take part in all the festivities. So, um, yeah, I just think it's a natural time of the year for him to be a little fatigued, and and I think it has shown but um, as I said this is uh, th- this is not unusual and uh, I have no doubt that um, you know that he'll bounce back quickly coach I got another one for you about uh, Chris Paul and Clay Thompson you've got two legitimate future Hall of Famers coming off the bench as your sixth and seventh men I know there's been times in NBA history where other teams have had Hall of Famers off the bench I think about Tony Parker and, and Manu with the Spurs I'm sure Bill Russell Celtics had that because they just had so many Hall of Famers everywhere if I were, we were to rewind maybe five or ten years ago and ask you or tell you that you had two Hall of Famers coming off of the bench in 2024, how would you react? That's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, um, you know, th- this is a, a unique situation where, um, you know, that Darby Farr management was able to uh, to trade for Chris uh, at this time in his career. Um, I, I think it's always important um, that you get guys who are, are comfortable playing the role that you ask of them. And, and that sometimes that just matters in terms of when you get them. I, you know, if I had asked Andre Iguodala to come off the bench, you know, in his fourth or fifth year, not his 10th year, um, I think it might have been much different. And so uh, I, I think getting Chris now uh, and asking Clay to come off the bench now much different than it would have been four or five years ago. And, and so it, it, the timing is right now. Both guys are, are eager to make the team better and to help us win. And, and uh, we're all on the same page. Uh, Coach, I don't need to tell you this. When, when the uh, sentence uh, includes the name Moses Moody and the word minutes, oh, boy, people get all hot under their collar about, uh, about, about Steve Kerr. But I wonder last night, a, a pretty good performance with, uh, with, with, with him being thrown into the starting lineup. What did you see and what does it mean for his role going forward? Well, we needed him, obviously, to fill in for, for Wiggs with Wiggs' absence, and I thought he played great, and it didn't surprise me. I just, I, I trust Moses. He's such a professional young guy. Uh, he's got such high character. 
and he works hard. He stays ready uh, for his opportunities. Um, I know they have been, you know, fewer uh, than he would have liked and that a lot of our fans would have liked, but it's just the nature of the team. We, we have a, a really deep team and, um, you know, depending on combinations, um, you know, I'm going to play some other guys. I just, uh, I, I feel like I know this team and our coaching staff knows this team better than anybody. So, um, you know, we're going to put the guys in the combinations that we feel are going to suit us the best. And, and, uh, as a young player, Moses just has to play through that stuff or keep working, you know, if he's not getting his chance. And that's always what he does. That's why I respect him so much. And again, I thought he was great last night and, and, um, you know, he'll get another opportunity tomorrow. Coach, you were talking earlier about how you feel like you found two different units groups, your starting unit and then a solid bench unit you can turn to. One of the keys to that starting unit has been playing Draymond Green at the five. And as I try to assess your team moving forward, one of the concerns that I personally have is whether or not Draymond Green can hold up to playing the five for long stretches. Because in the past, you, you've kind of shied away from playing him major minutes in the regular season at that. You you turn to him at the five in key moments of games and in, in key postseason series when you fall behind two games to one or whatever the situation is are you confident that that he can be your starting senior and your main big man for the rest of the regular season and potentially into the postseason i am you know our team has changed and and the league has changed um, everybody's playing smaller uh faster more spread out um there there's very few big guys in the league you know, beyond say, you know, Davis and Embiid and Jokic, um, who are, are really going to be, you know, low post dominant players on the block. You know, most of the big Draymond plays against are, are guys that uh, he's not going to have any trouble with uh, from a size standpoint. So um, I'm, I'm confident that uh, he can handle that, and it's definitely the best thing for our team. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, Coach Steve Kerr with us here on Willard and Dibs. Uh, Grandy is in for Dibs on 95-7 the game. Coach, with full respect to uh, to the privacy that the situation deserves, I- I'm sure you can understand the fan sort of interest after what happened last year. And, and the sentences you've used already today, that you expect him back, but then in the next answer you said you kind of hope that he's back. Is What can you tell us with regard, is there any chance that this is a similar situation to last year with Andrew Wiggins? I I just think that you know we we we're in a position where um, you know Wiggs has uh, is a private person um, and so he's uh, asked to to keep it private and we're going to honor that so you know it doesn't help for me to sit here and try to explain any of that um, the, uh, the the bottom line is um, you know we respect Wiggs. We need him, um, and we fully expect him back, but we just don't know when what that will be. Okay, yeah. Yeah, fair enough, Coach. Um, I, I wanted to ask you this, too. Um, what do you see in Jordan Poole right now when, when you watch him play? I got to be honest. He, he does not look anything like the player that you guys had two years ago. What, what do you see? Well, I'll be honest. I don't spend much time, um, you know, watching um, their team or worrying about their team. You know, we we played them twice. We played them both times, um, and I prepared for each game. Just you know, watching a game or two that they have played, and uh, you know, just before us. But I don't. You know, it, it, it's 
it's not something I spend a whole lot of, lot of time with. And uh, the one thing I can tell you is that uh, we love Jordan and we're always pulling for him. He uh, helped us win a championship. He was a great uh, teammate, uh, great young guy to coach. And uh, I'm always pulling for him. I know last night was a tough game for him. Uh, he played really well against us at Ed Chase. Uh, and, it's, you know, he's a young player, so he's just uh, got to continue to, to work and, and find his way. Coach, you talk about uh, Draymond Green as your five because the NBA has, has been changing. You've also been running a lot of three-guard lineups, some combination of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Brandon Pajemski, and now Chris Paul. Uh, when I see a three-guard lineup on the court, and, and maybe this is you know 25 years of watching basketball, uh, I, I tend to just expect that that's going to be a, a difficult ask defensively when you have three guards out there. But diving into the numbers, specifically the unit of, of Curry, Clay, and, and Chris Paul, it, it's not nearly as bad defensively as you might think uh what's led to the decision to go with three guard lineup so often and are you confident that that can hold up on the defensive end of the floor yeah we're always just trying to to put the best lineups on the floor to to win each game and and um you know the the ideal situation uh is you know what we had five six years ago where you could put uh, you know, a, a great two-way lineup on the floor for, for much of the game. And, and um, that's why we were winning championships. You know, that's why we were such a dominant team. Um, but most teams don't have that luxury, and, and we don't have that luxury this year. So we, we are always going to mix and match combinations based on matchups, uh, trying to find the right balance between offense and defense. And uh at times, that means playing uh, playing smaller and faster. At times, it means going to a bigger rotation. But um, you know, it's 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 fluid from game to game uh, based on you know how we're playing and who we're playing. Yeah, that bigger rotation, Coach. I'll be honest; I've mentioned it on the show a lot. I think this has been one of your hardest jobs to try to figure out what you're going to get from which guy on a given night, and somehow know that ahead of time. Um, you know how coaches use that phrase; it's a good problem to have. Is that the case with this team, or is there actually a struggle with how deep you go into the rotation and trying to figure that out? In the last three games, we've played an 11-man rotation, which is you know almost unheard of. Uh, but I feel it's necessary to keep everyone engaged because we're going to need everybody um you know at some point uh, between trace and, and looney and dario you know we need all three guys i'm going to play all three to keep their rhythm uh but one from one game to the next it's going to just feel a little bit different um based on you know who we're playing against and what we need um so yeah it's it is tricky it's it's much easier um you know the way it was five years ago six years ago where it was like all right we're going to go with this lineup uh for you know about half a game and we'll mix and match the other time but we knew exactly the five guys we were going to play if we were healthy um you know come crunch time it's much easier that way but you know this this is uh if, if you don't have that but what you do want is depth and options and we have plenty of that and that's uh that's what i like about this team we've, we're, we're very deep and and we've got a lot of guys who can play one of those guys that's maybe made your job a little bit more difficult this year is brandon pajemski he's now in your starting lineup you've talked a lot about what he brings on the on the court i wanted to ask you though about a piece of, of reporting a story that anthony slater of the athletic wrote last week talking about pajemski off the court or, or maybe on the court but what he says he was trash talking draymond green in the preseason before he even played in an nba game <laughs> how rare is it to have a rookie come in and, and talk trash to hall of famers is, is that a sign that that he's going to be successful in the nba when you see that so early 
Yeah, I mean, you know, Draymond actually kind of liked it. I mean, I think it took him <laughs> back at first, uh, but then he realized he was sort of looking at himself in, in some ways. You know, mm -hmm. I think those two guys are a lot alike. I mean, in order to be a great player in the league, you, you have to have uh, a certain amount of uh, brashness, you know, of, of confidence. But, but beyond that, it can't just be confidence. It's got to be this uh, unshaken belief that you can, you can be great. And uh, that's what Brandon has, and it makes him fearless. It also makes him, uh, you know, say some things and do some things at times that you kind of shake your head at. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I'll take it anytime. You know, he's, uh, he's really an aggressive, uh, productive player, and he's having a great rookie season. Coach, your, your commitment to trying out this idea of Clay Thompson off the bench, I thought was really shown last night with Wiggins out and the fact that she started Moses instead of Clay. So where are you on that? Is that something that you have firmly decided is the rest of the year? I like what I've seen so far. And, um, you know, the one thing I've learned in coaching is uh, it's really hard to plan ahead because uh, you just don't know what's going to happen. But um, I liked what I saw last night. So, you know, I'll start Moses again uh, tomorrow and, and bring continue to bring Clay off the bench with Chris and and um, we'll go from there, and, and hopefully it, it, it continues to look good, and, and we can kind of keep things that way. But um, you just never know in this league. A lot can happen. Coach, I know the conversations you have with Clay about that are, are private, and I'm not, not asking for details about those conversations, but just listening to Clay talk post-game last night, it, it doesn't seem like he's just open to the role change, but it, it seemed like he was actively excited about it, talking about how it's, it's becoming seamless for him. Have you felt and noticed maybe an attitude shift for him in that new role now? I have. I think he's handled it really well. Um he, uh, you know, he, 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 he seems more comfortable, um, more relaxed playing, uh, this last week. Uh, you know, he had a tough shooting night last week against somebody, maybe it was the Lakers. I can't remember, but, but he played great, you know, and, and, and the fact that he was, uh, competitive and moving the ball and making sharp plays, uh, on a night when he was shooting poorly, that was the ultimate display of of uh, just a comfort level that he's in right now and so he's really embraced it and and playing at a high level and it's fun to see uh steve kerr let's have some fun before you hip on out of here what are you gonna do with all that dough coach <laughs> uh man how, how do i answer that i i uh you know i've been very very blessed and very lucky so uh i've got three kids and i know they're gonna ask me for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i get that and i don't make anywhere near what you make but uh but, but, but anyway oh, oh hey coach i did want to ask you this is, is steph curry gonna play both games of the back-to-back uh, that's the plan, but, uh, you know, we'll see, uh, we'll see how tomorrow goes and, um, and hopefully he'll be ready to go for Toronto. Beautiful coach. Again, congratulations. We always love talking to you. Thanks. All right. Thanks guys. We'll see you later. All right. There it is. Steve Kerr right here on 95, seven, the game. Hmm. There's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot to chew on right there. There is. There is a lot to chew on right there. And, uh, me thinks we will. So, and you can too. What'd you think? What grabbed your attention? What'd you notice? 888-957-9570. Grandy's in for dibs. We'll take your calls. We're presented by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. It's Willard and Dibs.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 